0: Today we have with us Pastor Jason Holly, Senior Pastor at Haynes Baptist Church in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Say hello to everybody, Brother Jason. Hello, everybody. I try to teach our people this and that when you come back to church, it may not be as easy as you think, and there is a real devil that that will attack your thoughts and minds. And I want to, you know, Pavlov. Pavlov come up with this thing called conditioning. You know, where he would take a dog and pull the the food out, and the food would come out. You know, and the dog would start slobbering, and they could he could condition the dog and condition a reaction into him. But I want to think. I I want to think that human beings are a little more than that. That we just don't we're not conditioned, you know, to to slobber or conditioned, you know, uh, to fear. But that we have a, a choice. We have a free will. That we can literally exercise faith and spirituality, and we can actually live in victory. We can live in joy and peace. Uh, it's not just conditioning. Your circumstances do not, or your environment does not control who you are. That, that, that there's more to it when you're a human being. You have a the ability to have a sound mind and reasoning and rational thinking. And I told our people, I was like, you get ready to come back to church? And if you start thinking about church and you have this big fear overcome you and you're like, oh, my goodness, I can't go to church. That's horrible. You know, we'll get sick. We'll die. You know, we'll have all these problems. Uh, But you can go to Walmart with people you don't know. Right. Touch those card readers. Touch those buggies. Bump into people. And a lot of those people at Walmart are there getting a prescription filled because they have COVID. Right, right. You know, let's be honest. Uh, And then. They can go to a restaurant and sit down in a restaurant and people are preparing their food that they don't even know. They don't even know those people, you know, and they have no safety precautions in there. They're understaffed, overworked. You can look at the floors and see how filthy they are. The tables are filthy because they just can't handle uh, with a small staff as they have the, the ability to keep the restaurants as clean as they did. Uh, you have no safety standards in there. Uh, and you can go to work with people. People will come to work sick because they can't afford to stay out of work. Right. And, you know, the COVID that come in our church, it didn't grow in our church. Right. Somebody brought it in there. Right. From Walmart, from their eating place, from the ball game, you right. know, uh, from their coworker. from, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I told people, I said, when you come back and all of a sudden there's this great fear about church, I said, um... You know, you're going to have to you're going to have to realize that that's the devil. Absolutely. That's, that's a spiritual battle you're in. Right. And you're going to have to beat, win this spiritual battle. You can't lay just lay
1: over, right. you know, lay down. People are watching you. Right. And right. you've got you've to exercise faith. Well, it's like I said today, you know, everything that God ordains, the devil opposes. Yeah. So if you want to do anything else, fine and dandy. It's going to seem to be easier. You know, I mean, people can go out and live in the world do whatever they want to, and it's like, it's fine. It's completely okay. But then all of a sudden, they come to church, and they start living for Jesus, and, you know, troubles happen. Why? Because the enemy is going to attack. Anytime that we submit to the Lord or the Holy Spirit, then things are going to change because the devil don't like it. Um, And so, yeah, that is the battle. You go to church, and and I agree. And let me say this. The the people I'm talking about being, you know, uh, careful with loving them. You know, I'm not talking about people who are, you know, partially obedient to the Lord. Um, You know, and what I mean by that, I mean, partial obedience is complete disobedience in my mind. So, you know, these people that want to go one place and do another place and they want to do everything else, but they don't want to go to church, uh, they're picking and choosing how they want to serve the Lord. So uh, I, no disrespect, but I I can't even, I'm not even going to waste my time or breath because, you know, everybody wants the will of God, but they're not willing to, be able to live the will of God every day so if they don't know if they don't do what they know then they're never going to know what to do and and that's why we always say you know if you don't know what to do just do what you know well that's the problem we got some people that don't don't even know what to do because they don't they don't do what they know they're not even reading the bible not coming to church and they're wondering why are they not getting no better well because they don't even know how to walk with the lord and and, and listen again that's a reflection of of what God is letting us see that's a reflection of of the spiritual maturity that's been in our churches for a long time yep. and um so and now we as pastors are are dealing with our you know, lack of discipleship. You know, it we don't like to talk about that much in churches. Oh, but I mean that right. that those are the things that we now are saying. I wish I would have taught this. I wish I would have known this. I wish <laughs> I would have slowed down. Right. And um, but you know, and that's why I believe if anything else, now more than ever, we have to be patient because um as anything else, we have to assume responsibility and position ourselves for God to use us to set in motion what God's going to set in motion.
0: Yeah. And I think sometimes people don't understand, you know, when you're like, you call them and you say, Hey, I need you to, you know, we're, we're meeting at church, come back to church. And then they're like, Oh no, I can't come back to church. I mean, you do know, there's COVID out there. I could get sick. You're singing the choir. You're making, you know, people are shaking hands or hugging necks, you know, and they're touching each other. And I can't come out there to the church by default. I know they don't mean to do this. Maybe they do or don't understand what they're doing. But by default, it makes the pastor, it makes everybody else in church, you know, look like they're reckless, careless, you know, like they don't care about people like, you don't, they don't care if they come out there and worship and sing. You know, it really, it divides us, don't it? When they say that, no joke, it puts us on different sides. Absolutely. And um, I'd rather people just say, because there ain't, there's no, not one of us locked up in their house. Yeah. Everybody's going out. I'd rather them just say, I don't want to come to church. I don't like church anymore. Right. I've changed my mind about church. And I'm going to tell you, I think the bottom line with some of this is COVID got bigger than their God was. Absolutely. And they're going to, they're going to serve the God of COVID rather than the God of the heaven. Right. And, you know, they feel like that, that God's not bigger than COVID. That, right. That, that, you know they they can't their God can't overcome bail. You know, right? Uh, he still doesn't answer by fire. He still doesn't answer prayer. But I I agree with you too. There's a purpose behind it, and you know I believe the this just didn't fall in America. This is a worldwide thing.
1: Yeah,
0: it, this could be God dealing with the whole world trying to get our attention, judgment. You know, the world is not. Uh, a holy place. It has become very vile and wicked and some of the things that's gone on in the world. And, and I don't know God's mind as purposes, but I sure have to be open to the fact that God's beginning to judge the world and begin to send out a wake up call on this world, trying to get people to repent, you know, of their sins. But, but I would just rather people just say, I'm out of church. I don't want to come to church, you know, and I'm moving on with my life and we're not going to come to church. But, but, you know, with me, I have a fear of the Lord, and i don't I don't want to do anything to anger God, and I want to serve him you know in reverence and I don't want to be divided right? right right uh I want to ask you about one more thing tonight all right um while we're talking and um with it and and I think um that is kind of led up to what I said about a divided church you know and and with churches. You know, and I'm not speaking about a church. I'm speaking about all churches. Uh, oh. I don't I don't like the, the government coming out and telling people they have to take this vaccine. Uh, I, you know, I hadn't sit down and rationalized it through my whole mind uh, and really thought that much about it. I, I guess I think more about it when it pertains to me. Right. Right. Um, but it, it just for some reason, I don't, it just don't set well with me the way they're doing it. Right. It seems different, but in some ways I know in the back of my mind, it's not really different.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I had, vac- my body's full of vaccines. I don't know if yours is or not. Uh, when my, when I took my kids to school, um, you know, I'd go down to the health department where they get their records and stuff like that. I don't like the way it's, it's being played out though in society where it seems like people have to be, uh, take a vaccine. Uh, but but I have seen this play a little bit in the Christian community uh, where like some people got vaccines, but they were embarrassed to tell other Christians that they got vaccine, that they got vaccinated. Right. And then I've seen other people, they got the vaccine and then, you know, they're attacking people who didn't get the vaccine. And I've seen it the same way with masks, you know, people wearing masks and I've seen it with hand sanitizer. I've seen it with all kinds of stuff. Um you know, where people are are divided on issues that that I think will become uh, in the future. These will be non-issues. Right. But I think, you know, we talk about the new norm or whatever. I think we're going through a lot of division now and people are questioning this and questioning that because we're trying to find out what that is. Right. You know, like, do we get vaccinated or do we, I mean, in five years from now, we may all. But in five years from now, we may find out that was the bad or the wrong thing to do. I don't know. Right now, we're in that process. Uh, We may find out five years from now, mask was a horrible idea, but we may find out that it was a good idea. Right. Uh, You know, I I don't know. I don't know where we're going to be five years from now. But I know if we don't ask questions, you know what I'm saying about that? If we don't ask the questions and we don't have the discussions, we're not going to find the answers to that. Right. And, uh, you know, how do we stay how do we stay united as as a church, um, family and not get on separate sides with this. Like if somebody chooses to get vaccinated, don't make them feel ashamed of it. Uh, But if somebody don't want to be vaccinated, it's all right too. They don't have to be vaccinated. Uh, That's their personal choice. I mean, how do we, if somebody wants to wear a mask in the service, that that it's okay for them to wear a mask. Or if they don't want to shake hands, you know, that that's okay for them not to do that. Uh, How do we stay united uh, on that front and, uh, and we're the body of Christ. One of the things that sticks out with me uh, in you is when you were saying you were so sick. And then you say it was like some bikers that came over to your house, you know, pulled up and got out yeah. in front of your house and started praying for y'all? Yeah, it was a Sunday Did you morning. even know them people or just you didn't know them?
1: Uh, I knew one of the guys, another one of the guys I did not know. And um, they just literally pulled up. And one day I, I looked outside and, and they were out there in, in my yard and, uh, on their knees and got off their Harleys and, just started praying. And, um, uh, you know, Lord knew I needed that more than anything that day specifically. Um, so God has a way for sure. But, but, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, the, uh, to answer your question, uh, let me just say this again. it There is no cookie cutter mold. Every church is different. Um, we see that let's let's forget about COVID for a minute. Let's forget about vaccinations for a minute. Music types and preferences are different. Um, the The style of the church is different. The look of the church is different. Whether the choir wears robes or they don't wear robes is different. Everything is different. It's a it's a church by church decision. Now, with that being said, we do have one responsibility. And that responsibility is this, is that we are to share the gospel. That is the number one necessity that we have as a child of God. Anything else, just like when Paul said, for I'm crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. In the life which I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. So his identity, first and foremost, was I am a child of God. I believe that we can attack, approach, and ask any questions, any problems and, and have liberty if we would approach it being a Christian or a child of God first. Because then what happens is, you made a comment, we should be able to ask questions. Absolutely. If there's truth, we should seek truth. Not And let me say this, there's a and this is a deep well, so I don't have time to go through this, but there's a difference between facts and truth facts are yeah, a lot of people sick facts are you know well the government's trying to say yeah but the truth is maybe god's getting a hold of his people so there's a difference in facts and truth amen so if we're gonna see it now what we have to do is we have to be able to keep our eyes focused on the lord be submitted and and yes by doing that understanding that as we speak it's just like when jesus spoke and when he preached in the sermon on the mount he talked about attitude he you know he talked about uh you know you go through all the beatitudes of everything it was you you know, there, there's something that's distinctively different about a Christian that you have the same boldness, you know, you're, he he wasn't, he wasn't, uh, you know, extinguishing the law. He wasn't ceasing from the law. He came to fulfill the law. I mean, there was, there were so many different things, but as a child of God, we can approach this stuff and do it in a very unique way. And and keep our identity in Christ first. And by doing that, we can have we can have believe it or not. This is going to blow a lot of Christians' mind. We can have godly Christian uh, organized conversations that bring God honor and glory if we are submitted to Him. But let's just be honest. Why are we having such a difficulty? Well, because most of our churches can't even have a budget meeting without fighting. So what makes us think that we can talk about vaccinations without (laughs) fighting? So again, it's not about a vaccination. It's not about COVID. It's about the spiritual temperature of a child of God, and until they get to the place, until we get to the place, to where we're willing to be able to humble ourselves and 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 be filled with the with the Spirit of God. and I'm not trying to be spooky, and you know, and and you know, but I I believe, I believe in being filled with the Spirit of God. I I believe you know once I was saved, it you know I didn't have to be prayed over. I believe the Scripture teaches that, and just because somebody has has exaggerated the truth and and went beyond the truth, don't mean that I'm gonna be scared to talk about the Holy Ghost. I, I believe that we could be filled with the Holy spirit. And if we can do that, then we can, but here's the key until we get to that place. And I, and this is a personal opinion. It's a personal opinion. We're never going to make the momentum or have the momentum that we need to have as God's people. And maybe that's why God's letting it because he's building up to the end time to where the rapture is coming. So praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. So at, at the end of the day, that might be the very issue that we have. We, we're not able to do anything and we feel like we're all kind of somewhat battling against, or maybe I should say this way, we're rowing at different times. Okay. So we're not really doing the right thing at the right time. And uh, some of us are saying the right thing, you know, but biblical obedience is doing the right thing at the right time with the right attitude. You know, sometimes we got two right, but not all three. So, um, so I, I do think we should ask these questions. I do think that they should be brought out. I do think that people have the right to their opinion. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, if I sit down with you on a doctrinal, you know, issue, well, I'm, I'm going to sit down. And I'm going to talk about what I see, what I know. And you're going to talk about what you see, what you know. Okay. But we're not going to split our fellowship because we're different in, in, in what we believe uh, because our, our desire is not to be right. Our desire is to seek truth. And that's what we have to do on this vaccination. It's not about being right or not right. It's seek the tr- let us know the truth. What do we need to be able to see? And right now we just everybody's lost faith in our our country and our government and so many different people. True. So that's where the problem is. So the answer to question is yes, we we do have a responsibility. We do need to be asking And, uh, but let me, let me, I guess, let me make it simple right here, but we need to be Ephesians six. We need to put on the whole armor of God before we do this. Not, you know, that's really going to be the end. In my opinion, that's the answer. You could have brought up a good point there. Um, maybe not intentionally,
0: but you know, you used to go to church with people that are like you. So y'all, you know, you, you go to church, they have, they follow a certain dress standard. They have a certain music program. Uh, you know, they, they preach out of, you know, a certain version of the Bible. Uh, so maybe, maybe in the future, you know, this will be, well, I go down here to vaccinate a Baptist or I go to mask Baptist. Right, you know, maybe, right. maybe in the future, people
1: will naturally just gravitate toward people well, like you, them. You, you want to know what's sad is it's already <laughs> happening. You have pastors. that really? like, bless God, you come to our church. Oh, yeah. We we don't worry about vaccination. And, <laughs> and again, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that being mean or hateful that, that shows. And these are, You know, and none of us is perfect. I'm not perfect by any means, but that's what frustrates me. I'm thinking, you know, we, we can't, that's why we're not going to make any progress because that's what they're doing. Y'all come, you ain't got to wear a mask here, you know, or, or come down here. We're safe. We're not irresponsible. We're not careless with you and your children, you know, whatever it is. I mean, again, it's, but, but anyway, so. I mean,
0: uh, let's just be honest here. Use that word safe. Who what does safe mean anymore? Heaven. That's all I can tell you. Right. No. You know what I'm saying? Saved and right. Saved is all safe is now. <laughs> that's it. Let's be true. I mean, nobody can dictate what safe is. And you know what? You could go out and get the flu, pneumonia, cancer, anything else tomorrow, and it'd be all right. Right? Right. Nobody questioned it, right? Nobody questioned your church. Well, I went down to their church, and I ended up, I got cancer now. Or I went down to their church, had a heart attack, you know. Or I fell over to the the parking pillar out there in the yard. Or the swing broke and collapsed on me. Nobody even asked. There would be no questions asked. Right. But you let somebody in your church family get COVID? No, it's the end of the world. Yeah. Oh, y'all are not safe. Oh, my goodness. How did they get it? What happened? Who did get? You know, you just start investigating. Everybody wants to know yeah. all the answers.
1: People thought we brought it to Winston-Salem. I mean, I'm telling you, they blasted us all over <laughs> you Facebook. You brought it to the whole, I'm telling the you, whole friend, state of North Carolina. You have Carolina. no idea. It was just like, it's But you
0: see how politicized it is? Oh, I do. These people have used this. These politicians have used it for their purposes. It was used in the election. It's been used. You know, to, oh, it's to cause wicked. chaos in our country and, and uh, you know, it's completely different subjects we're getting off on here. But at the same time, you know, some has been manipulated by people and we've been conditioned, if you want to use that, to, to COVID bad. Right. I mean, look, somebody dies of cancer every 90 seconds in this country. Somebody has a heart attack and dies every 90 second. Right. But that not cancer, not bad. Right. Heart attack not bad. COVID bad. Right. I understand. COVID bad. I understand. You see what I'm saying? Like nobody even questions that other stuff. You know, look, let me tell you where we're at in this country. I one of our pastor friends passed away this this two weeks ago, and um he didn't die from COVID. It was from uh cancer. And when I told somebody, I said uh, they said, "I guess COVID got him," and I was like, "No, no, he had cancer." And you know what they said to me? "Thank God it wasn't COVID." You know what I'm saying? That's right. where we're at. Like we hear somebody die with something other than right. COVID now, right? And we're a people, a nation, because of political. We're like, "Well, thank God it wasn't COVID." You know, yeah. like, well, I mean, you're dead either way, right? You're gone, right? That's I mean, exactly what, right. what is it? You know. That's that's why we've been conditioned on this. So to even know what safe is anymore, how can anybody even consider somebody to be, you know, to take the responsibility saying you're going to be safe? Nobody can say that. That's Just fine. like you said, you hit the nail on the head with like, like safe. And you remember last week I said this to you. I said, do you think this is the beginning of the end? And you remember what you said? Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All this... You know, had to have all these digital footprints and all this to be able to buy and sell. Yeah, I hope, hope this is the end. I thought that was a great answer with that. Honestly, you know, as we close out, you know, today, um, COVID's left behind a lot of damages so far. Right. Uh, in our country, it's still being manipulated, we know, by political, um, people in political authority for their own gains. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and it'll continue uh to be used uh that way. Um I we just as a church, and I'll let you throw whatever you want to on this, but as a church, we just somehow gotta be resolved that come what may, right, we're just gonna keep going forward. We're gonna keep going to church, we're gonna keep serving the Lord, we're gonna keep letting our light shine. And just have to trust the Lord to take care of us. Right. And that's historically it's always been that way. It's gotta be that way now. I don't see how that can change any
1: Well the 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 reason of anything that's dysfunctional when a home is dysfunction uh dysfunctional, when when anything's dysfunctional, it's because people are out of position. They're doing things that they shouldn't be doing or something's backwards. You understand what I mean by that? I'm I'm assuming. And that's where we are today. You know, um, everybody's so preoccupied with trying to figure something out, fix something, do something that's beyond them. When the Bible says there's only one thing, every, one, every single one of us have one responsibility, and the Bible makes it plain, just be faithful. Now, whatever that is, only us and God know. But if we would just be faithful to do what we're supposed to do, if, if, it, if it's teach Sunday school, then teach Sunday school like Jesus is coming back tomorrow and give 150% and, and do it. You know, there's people out here that they're dealing with the COVID issues. They're dealing with the vaccinations. Uh, yes, we need to teach. If, if we're going to pastor, then let's preach the whole counsel of God. Let's mm-hmm. teach our people. Just be faithful what we can do, and 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 but don't be complacent and don't be apathetic, but be faithful. And so what I mean by that is by what God's called us to do. And we do that, we'll make it. We'll be okay and be good. And um You you said
0: this about a half a dozen times now and I found out exactly it to be true is how little our people know about the Bible. Our I mean, when I say our people, I'm talking about Christians in right. general. Even in our churches, how little they know about the Bible. I understand. And you know, I'm when I when I see that though, I'm I'm with you. I, I have to take responsibility for that. Right. Absolutely. We have you to. Know, you know, because those Bible messages where we just get in there and grind the Bible and preach precept upon precept, you know, verse on verse. And, um, and we really teach God's word, what it says. Uh, we've, we've kind of, um, abandon some of that over the years and preach more topical stuff, more, you know, seven ways to keep yourself happy. How right. are you going to overcome fear? You know what I mean. Yep. And we've left the the principles of the Bible out, and you've mentioned that about six times. So evidently, you've kind of dealt with same some of the same stuff that I've uh, noticed, you know, here lately. But it it amazes me how little people really know about the Scripture right now. And, uh, and this is a, if they've ever been a time that they need to know their Bibles, it's right now. They need to know what the Bible says right now and know what they believe. Uh, because if they're not, they're going to be pulled away by seducing spirits and, and, um, and error, and they're going to be completely lost. It's the foundation a house is built on I agree, is that book. So we, we go back and start teaching it and preaching it and standing on the book and moving forward and, um, Indeed, them putting all the pieces back together. I don't know what our new normal will be in the future, but I know we got to just trust the Lord and keep moving forward. Um, for well, him, the
1: key so. the key is just start where you are. You know, so for anybody that listens, whether it's a pastor or just a Christian or just somebody serving the Lord, whatever it may be, you know, we wonder, okay, what do I do? What, what, what do I do? just start where you are? You know, and that's that's what we had to. Do. That's what I had to do. That's what I have to do. And um, you know, it's it's no it's no secret you know, uh, little potion or remedy or, you know, ingredients that it needs to be. Just just start where you are and uh, and the Lord will teach us. So but I do appreciate it and uh, appreciate your heart, your passion to do what you're doing. And um, when you was talking about being safe a while ago, I, I was reminded when we first started this, maybe you were going to ask me to sing safe this far, but I you want to sing? It? No, I'm just kidding. You want to sing Anyhow, it? I appreciate it. Thank you so much. <laughs> you can sing it if you want to. Well, thank you. I appreciate you taking your
0: time out being with us for homecoming. Uh, also being with us, you know, for pastor appreciation day. And, and I know we're a long way, you know, from Winston, salem North Carolina. It's a big deal to leave your home, you know, and come to a different place. And, um, you know, have to unload your clothes, and just the difference—it's a—it's a sacrifice. I appreciate you coming down and uh, being here at the church, and we're praying for you guys. You know, we're always here for you, and uh, I hope we helped somebody tonight. Said something that might, you know, help somebody, some Christian that's on the fence about what do I do. And there's some genuine Christians out there that's really scared and dealing with it, trying to figure it out. There's others that's making excuses justifying it. Oh yeah, uh, maybe there's churches that will go through it in the future. Uh, maybe we said something tonight that'll help them, help somebody that's had a lost loved one. Um, I, you know, maybe it will just help somebody. That's what my desire is it'll just help somebody. So, all right. Well, God bless you. Thanks, and, sir. I appreciate uh, it. We want to get you down for revival. I told you that, and uh, we'll keep everybody informed. Let them know uh, the dates on that. If if you are coming, you coming? You'll come. Yeah. We're like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We're gonna be in Haynes on. Sunday be fine. Uh, and then be,
1: be back down here. that sound good to you? Sounds good. Unless the rapture happens then you can just preach it. <laughs>
0: can I have your vehicles? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you. I appreciate you letting me be a part of it.